0: You're listening to the Berkshire Football Stories podcast. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories chat podcast with me, your host, Rob Davis, Tom Canning. Hello. And Mr. Bob Bacon. Bob, how Bob you doing? Bacon. How are you doing, Bob? It sounded like it was underwater then.
1: <laughs> I'm not underwater and I'm very well, thank you very much.
0: Very good, very good. Uh, we'll be discussing <laughs> all the... Um, upcoming FA Cup fixtures and the women's FA Cup fixtures this gone and even touching on the FA trophy fixtures but we're actually going to start with some step five football because Tom you went to a game last night you were at Hollyport versus Water at (laughs) Summerlees, weren't you?
2: I did Uh, it's a massive shame I hadn't clocked that it was a 7.30 kickoff (laughs) Um, but it, it did mean that I was home well before time so there you know swings and roundabouts really but um it, it was uh it was really great to be a game i always always enjoy going to summerlees i think it's uh it's one of my it, it, it's one of the it's one of the it's one of the good good sort of step five grounds um and and yeah just 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 thoroughly enjoyed the evening
0: mm-hmm. so uh hollyport two virginia water three with the final score there how um uh well how how did the game go um it it well <laughs> virginia i i
2: went Partly to sort of because I, as I say, I like going to some Um, Hollyport are, are always a good side, but I went as well because I, uh, Virginia Water started the season really well and yeah. I wanted to see, you know, what the fuss was all about. Uh, and, and they went 2 0 down, so I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, they've just played some some not great sides, but but to be honest, they they were 2 0 down, and I, I don't think it's unfair to say it was, it was against the run of play a little bit. Um, Hollyport had had two good chances and scored scored two good goals but um it, it was Matteo Giacob uh, in goal who kind of kept it in he was rather than the goals he was kind of the star of the show especially in the first half he pulled off two or three really excellent saves uh from virginia water and kept you know kept that scoreline at zero um so it, it, as far as first halves go it was um you know it 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 was a were ahead but you could see that virginia water had the had the ability to get back into it and they they duly did just before half time um that was a that was a header from a corner i think they're uh, i I think it was casey baccaro who got the header but their uh twitter would suggest it was someone else so um we'll just leave that up to up to the world to come to the final (laughs) conclusion there Uh, but i looked at that it was a number seven and i looked at the team sheet and uh uh, well, the the Twitter team sheet and it said he was number seven. So that that's my that's my final say on it. Really,
0: <laughs> very good indeed. That win actually takes Virginia Water up to third in the table. Uh, they're only uh, three points behind Rainers Lane, who are top with a game in hand. And Virginia Water have actually already beaten Rainers Lane uh, this season, uh, giving the leaders one of their two defeats so far. Uh, we have a couple of other teams I, in that in that promotion I race as well. well.
2: Sorry yeah. Rob I should just say I should just say um the the one of the finest it's one of those things that you probably couldn't script or you might script I don't know which way around that would go but the uh Matt Matt Jones the Virginia Water goalkeeper was sin-binned in the second half and I'm not sure I've ever seen that happen um I was stood with Richard Tyrrell and he he said I didn't think a referee would ever have the guts to sin bin the goalkeeper he did <laughs> um you had the you had um the defender changing shirts with the goalkeeper. Uh, And then this was about 50 minutes into the second half, uh, sorry, 50 minutes of the second half. And uh, he was, it was just quite the sight as he sort of trudged off. And you would think that Hollyport would have then absolutely gone for it. They had a corner almost immediately uh, and they did a short corner and the crowd predictably going, Oh, get it in the box. (laughs) They didn't get it in the box. And, and unfortunately for, for, um, for Hollyport, they didn't manage to trouble the goalkeeper, even once in the 10 minutes, and they actually and Virginia Water actually went up the other end and equalized during the period that their goalkeeper was off the pitch and they were down to 10 men. Um, it kind of just rallied them, I think. He came back on and they got the winner, so mm. there we are.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Hollyport, um. Remain 17th uh, two places above the relegation zone I think they were hoping for um, perhaps maybe a more of a mid-table kind of finish this season rather than rather than sort of the battling relegation they perhaps had over the past couple of years uh, being maybe a bit more comfortable um, from the evidence you've seen would you suggest they're on for that or would you suggest that maybe they're uh, mm-hmm. um, going to be towards the bottom end again this season um, defensively, they look solid. They've got Luke
2: Appleton from Windsor, who's a cool customer. Um, I think they had a couple of players out last night, but def- you know, defensively, they look very, very solid. Where they where they look a little short is is perhaps going forward. They've got some good players going forward. I, th- I think it's it's probably just going to take a little bit of time for them to for them to come come together. There was a suggestion um, that Alfie Pendlebury, who they had up front last night, was carrying an injury. He he didn't quite look. Uh, I've I've not seen him play before, so I, I can't really comment. But but he, he if if he looked like a player who was perhaps um, perhaps struggling with an injury that, that that would that because there were a couple of opportunities where um, he had chances and sort of chose not to not to shoot. Um, I, I think I think it's probably going forward where where their problems lie, and that's something for Sam Locke to work on. Very
0: good, uh, very interesting. Uh, as I was mentioning, Virginia Water up to third now. Uh, we also have. Um, other teams that are involved in that promotion shake-up. Burnham are currently in sixth. Um, they've only played six games, and uh, I'd imagine Reading City, despite being all the way down in thirteenth at the moment, would be looking further up the table because they've only played four games so far this season. So plenty of games in hand for them. Um, uh, Bob, I want to bring you in here because uh, you're an ideal person to talk to when we talk about uh, getting out of Step Five. Uh, thanks to your experience with Binfield. Um, what do you think it takes uh, to get out of um, the combined counties division, Premier Division North, or Step Five in general? And do you have you seen from the limited um, number of games we've seen so far this season, and perhaps looking back into last season? Do you think any of these uh, our local sides have the potential to be getting out of this division?
1: I, I think once you get to the end of October, you start to get a pattern for how the season going to pan out, and uh, I'm, I'm afraid of this part of the season it's literally you've got to win your next game i think the the games have got to be have got to be taken um and i think that's the real i think that's the pressure on the managers that's pressure on the players um the next game has to be a win um and it's i think that's the most important thing
0: yeah Absolutely. I mean, um, Virginia Water have already played some. You mentioned about you weren't sure who they played, Tom. They've already played some of the uh, uh, other teams in that division uh, around the top end. Rainers Lane, they've actually uh, beaten Rainers Lane. They've beaten Redden City. uh, One of their defeats coming to Broadfield United, who are currently in second. So, I mean, I think they're going along quite nicely at the moment. And we sort of were mentioning them as perhaps a... Dark Horse last season, or someone we didn't know too much about, and uh, who finished fairly well, and now with the playoffs uh, at Step Five, as opposed to um, as opposed to sort of the Interstep playoffs, there's perhaps more positions to aim for, which um, uh, which maybe gives uh, some more impetus to teams. Bob, what do you think of that? Like, what do you think the difference between um, the interstep playoff and the standard 14 playoff uh, will do for teams this uh, season.
1: well hopefully this 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 revised edition of Pa will we'll make it highly competitive all the way through to the end of the season which I think is very important. Um, I, I know from our experience at binfield if you looked at the league table end of October beginning of November there wasn't a, there wasn't a great deal of change unless somebody goes on a massive run or somebody loses a lot of players in christmas as the uh, mythical budgets are removed because they they're not making promotion and and I think I think competition is vital at step 5 and and, and every game i think from january when the rains have come and we've had the, all the postponements that's when it becomes really important you have to win that next game and you have to put runs together and uh, and, and 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 just drive forward
0: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Some of these teams still are involved in FA Cup and uh, FA VAR's competitions making postponements likely. But just another mention, actually, I should say, we mentioned a few Berkshire sides there, but Woking with Embrook currently only two points off the playoffs. So, you know, a good start to the season for them as well. Uh, Good stuff there. All right. Uh, We'll um, leave the sort of step five or combined counties, Premier Division, North chat there uh, it's certainly a promotion race to be keeping an eye on as the season goes on as we seem to have a lot of uh, berkshire or berkshire adjacent uh interest in that one uh but we'll we'll, uh, we'll round up the um women's fa cup games from the weekend because it was the first qualifying round in the women's fa cup uh we had a couple of sides um in action um uh cavisham united at home to camden and islington unfortunately cavisham going out uh um 3-1 but um Slough Town Ladies travelled to Haddenham Youth Ladies and came out for uh, Victoria's 5-2 uh, and that uh, puts them in line for a uh, a home draw against Oxford City in the next round. Um Tom why don't you uh, um talk us tell us about uh, Slough Town Ladies and you know what a cup run like this will mean?
2: Well, I mean, it, I, I guess it depends. I think, um, I think the best example we have is when Cavisham United got through to they got through a couple of rounds and they played QPR um, mm. a couple of seasons ago, and, and I think that's what every every team that, that takes part in those early rounds at the moment um, is kind of looking for. I, d- I don't think it's I, I don't I don't know how seriously anybody. I, I never um, when I was running a women's team, we never we never competed in the FA Cup, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> but I do know it's still the FA Cup and and that does mean something to those players and I know um, when Abby spoke to the cavisham United managers um they were keen to to kick on and obviously they haven't Slough town have um and that's a club with some serious FA cup history um in, in on their men's side of things so so I, th- I think if if they can do anything to kind of emulate what what they saw, uh, what they've seen their men's team do down the years, then then they'll be very very happy. Um, I think it was uh, just reading Ally's um, Ally Abby's report. Uh, and it was Alice Heedy, hattrick Natalie Richardon and Hannah Hannah Summers who, who got the goals for them in that five two win. That's you know that they'll they'll relish that. Um, it it is it is still the FA Cup. I, I remember um and I sorry this is going back a few years. Um I, I remember an FA Cup game at Largers Lane, a women's FA Cup game, uh, and there was a there was a weird moment where um a Bracknell Town player got sent off in an FA Cup match, wrongly sent off, and she was absolutely furious um about it, that that she she everybody knew she'd been wrongly sent off, and actually <laughs> Um, and she said, "I can't believe I've just been sent off in the FA Cup," and I and I think that moment always sticks in my mind because um, it 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 just it like it would be quite easy, I think, at times to maybe dismiss it's it's not the FA Cup, but it means it does mean something um, to, to those players. And amusingly, and I'll and, and, and I'll always remember this: um, the referee actually realised he'd got it wrong and called her back um so she was unread carded and again and in terms of things i've never seen before i've also never seen that before so yeah. i can't quite remember if the correct person did eventually get sent off or if nobody got sent off but anyway it was uh it was a situation that greatly amused me
0: very yes uh so national competition obviously and like you say you go through the rounds and you could end up uh, facing some of the uh big teams of course yeah. it's an absolutely massive deal so <laughs> Yeah, so um, like we say, Slough Town uh, rewarded for their efforts with a home tie against Oxford City. Aside from two steps above them in the league, so a pretty tricky assignment there. Uh, and they'll be joined in the next, uh, in the second qualifying round by Ascot United, who will be at home to Wicker Wanderers and uh, Woodley United, who are away at uh, Buckingham United. Uh, those ties will be played um, on the weekend of the th- September the thirtieth and uh, October the first. So. Over that weekend, probably on Sunday, October the 1st. So keep an eye on our website for all details on that. And uh, just to sort of round up the FA competition chat for this weekend, we also had FA trophy fixtures and uh, three Berkshire sides entered. But unfortunately, only one went through. But let's start with the positive. Um, uh, uh, Ascot winning their first ever game. In the competition, a three-two away victory at Horn Uh Bob, why don't you talk us through that? And uh, you know how what an achievement that is for Ascot—the first time in the competition, winning three-two um, away at Horn
1: Yeah, they can't seem to stop winning in FA competition, <laughs> can they? That's so, right. An impressive run that they've got. I mean, go away from home and, and, and win and, is, is great, but I also think winning three-two away from home is rubbing it in the nose a little bit of isn't <laughs> But who cares? I mean, they're through, and that's the most important thing. And if you can win these games, and as Tom says, it is the F, you know an FA competition, and and I th- I think that holds a lot of sway with players at, at this mm. Um, I think it's really important. It gives them some credibility. You know, they can boast about it when when they have a, a night out or, or when they're with the mates. I think it's I think it's great. But it's a good win. That's a very good win.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Um... Yeah, you, the, like I say, first ever game of the competition. As you mentioned their run, they've actually, I think it's 14 FA Cup uh, FA Vars or FA Trophy games now without defeat. Uh, so spanning back all the way to the beginning of last season when they were knocked out of the FA Cup. So uh, thank you for, I think it was Phil Arnett's that one, wasn't it, Tom? Yes. Um, FA Cup fact file, bringing that one out. So yeah. I was
2: uh, I was at Hollyport last night and, uh, and, and Richard did, did say, it was us, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was them that knocked uh, the last team to beat uh, Ascot in an FA competition. So, pretty impressive record from them. Yes. Yes. Uh, but unfortunately, Bob, your pick, um, not quite uh, do the business. Oh. They went to up. Uh, uh, um, Thatcham Town. This is I should uh, put yeah. in context. Yeah, Thatcham Town <laughs> went two up against Bristol Manor Farm, uh, but unfortunately were pegged back to two two and went out three one on penalties. Uh, disappointing for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, c- c- continuing with the football in Berkshire, kiss of death in, uh, <laughs> after, uh, the, the win a game. I really fancied Thatcham would uh, do something in that, and they'll that, that be absolutely gutted to lose on penalties like that as well.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's a real shame for them, Um, but uh, yeah, Ascot through, and unfortunately Binfield losing quite heavily on the Sunday as well, so uh, they're out of the competition as well. Um, Ascot through and uh, face a home tie against Lansing on uh, Saturday the 23rd of September, or that weekend anyway, so uh, one to look forward to there.
2: Um, We're 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 not dwelling on Binfield's defeat then.
0: Uh, well, you can dwell on it if you want, Tom. Do you want to talk, dwell on it a little bit? Um, I, I, don't, uh, I don't know. We had a, we had one. We've
2: had one question um, in, into our into our podcast this week, and it unfortunately was about Binfield and what's going on. And I probably have to defer to Bob as he's seen them a bit more. But
1: yeah.
2: just the, the as someone who grew up uh, supporting Bracknell Town and being incredibly envious of the way that Binfield uh, dispatched teams and dispatched us. On a regular basis when we met um it it's not a it's not that's not a good position to for them to no,
1: be in. No. i i guess it's it's at twenty past eleven of a of a wednesday morning it's too early to drink hard liquor but that's <laughs> a, that that's a pretty shambolic result shambolic performance um and just not frankly just not good enough just not good enough
0: yeah a real shame for uh For Binfield there out of the competition. So, um, yeah, losing 7 1 away at uh, Ashford United. Um, Yeah, long journey there and uh, probably a pretty solemn journey on the bus on the way back, I'd say. I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay. Well, uh, we don't have anyone in the waiting room, do we, Tom? Not
2: yet, shortly.
0: Okay, shortly. All right. Well, in that case, we'll move on to the um, to a preview of another. We were talking about um, FA competitions. Well, we were mentioned the Women's FA Cup. We're on to the Men's FA Cup, which uh, with uh, second round qualifying round fixtures taking place this weekend. But we actually have one first qualifying round uh, fixture taking place tonight. Due to AFC Porchester fielding an illeg- ineligible player in the previous round, um, Tadley have been put through to the first qualifying round of the FA Cup. Uh, they face Didcot Town away tonight, a team from two steps above them. They're a step 3 side, Tadley of course, playing their football in the Combined Counties Premier Division South, are going quite well in that division at the moment. Um but yeah, a big chance um for them to get through this evening and a, a bit of a reprieve considering the <laughs> defeat they had in the previous round to AFC Porchester. Uh yeah, big opportunity for them tonight, Bob.
1: It is, isn't it? It's it's always great to play a team or a club two levels above you. I mean, that should generate a lot of excitement and a lot of nervousness within the Tadley players. But uh, certainly wish them all, all the best because that's uh, it's a great opportunity for them to uh, uh, to shock a few people. And that's what the FA Cup's all about, isn't it? You know, surprises, shocks, disappointments. Uh, and I just hope that, uh, that that they give a good uh, a good account to themselves tonight.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Tadley going along very well at the moment in the yeah. um, uh, Premier Division south of the Combined Counties League. They actually had a very impressive away win at Red Hill, who are a side that were very um, highly fancied um, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. at the weekend. 2-0 there. Um, I think they lost their opening game of the season, but since then have won... Their other three, so they're another side with lots of games in hand. They currently sit eighth in the division on nine points from four games, but uh, most of the teams above them have played more games, so uh, you know, going along pretty well. So, they despite the result in the, uh, the previous round that has since been uh reversed, uh, maybe a little bit of an opportunity there, especially considering Dick are in the relegation zone in their uh in their division at step three,
1: yeah but yep. so it's the FA cup anything anything can and you hope will happen
0: absolutely brilliant okay well uh, we'll uh, park our preview uh, we'll look ahead to the um the weekends fa games uh, in a moment but because we have been joined by david skur from um serious sports uh david thank you very much for joining us morning good morning so serious sports can you hear me and- all right yeah, we can hear oh, you very yeah. loud and clear, Damien. Thank you very much for <laughs> joining us. So, uh, serious Sports um, uh, kit producer, you're producing our um, uh, uh, a lot of stash for us here at Football in Berkshire. And you're also uh, uh, producing the kit for um, one of the local sides in the uh, North Berkshire League Division 2. Uh, in, in fact, a side that I believe you have a, a link to. Do you want to talk us through that?
3: I can, yeah, you're breaking up. I don't know. Hopefully you can hear me all right. You're breaking up my yes. might be my internet connection, but um can you hear me all right? Yep, yep, we can yep. hear you. Yep. You can hear me all good. Okay, I'll back oh, yes. on. Yeah, I have got a um yeah, previous conversation with uh, with Tom. Yeah, we've um my link with Frilsham and goes back a fair way and certainly in uh, local football in, in West Berkshire as well, and been involved with Frilsham and over the years, um, in all capacities, really. That person that uh, is the secretary and um you know does the ground and arranges the kit and uh, all the all of those jobs really so yeah i am uh i'm the person that's um certainly involved with roschmietton and um and we've uh, we've we've just started the season in the as you said the north parks division 2 so uh after relegation a tough year in north parks division 1 we've uh, we've basically uh, got a house in order um, and we're going from from strength to strength. Really, this to the start of this season in in probably a uh, you know a more suitable league for for where we're at at the moment. Yeah, well, you certainly
0: started very strongly in the division. You're uh, two wins from two, currently sitting on top of the table. Uh, yeah, very positive start. And uh, the North Berkshire League, perhaps not one we've covered particularly on the pod. Uh, Give uh, the listeners an overview of sort of where it covers and um, where it sits in the football pyramid. So
3: it's... um... In terms of geographically, it's uh, I think it goes back to probably the old Berkshire boundaries. That's why it's it's called North um, the North Berkshire League. As you know, over the years the boundaries move all over the place. Previously, it's more um, I would I would say now it's more of an Oxfordshire um, area that it covers, um, and it's all sort of. A thirty-four corridor, I would probably explain it as. So if you can sort of come down the A thirty four from Cheveley, which is obviously not a million miles away from us, so it's only up the road from us. So it's it's literally jump on the A thirty-four and you've got all these um, you know, these Oxfordshire villages, you know, you come across Milton and Steventon and Abingdon and so if you if a picture in your head is that's the area you're talking about, you're talking about Drayton and 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 those sort of areas. So um again, probably the boundaries. And, and weirdly, um, over the years, when you get drawn in the Barks and Bucks, we seem to always play a team from there, which are all predominantly teams which you would think are, are more Oxfordshire-based, which actually, on that point, we've got a Barks and Bucks game on um, Saturday against Sutton Courtney, which is pretty much in Didcot, which I would say is Oxfordshire. So <laughs> I think it's based on old boundaries. Um But it is... It is a it's a lovely it's a lovely it's a lovely league to be fair, and it's um, all full of lots of clubs with their own little grounds, their own little clubhouses, their own little bars, and they've all got you know very you're not playing on on, on council pitches, you're just playing in nice little villages with um with these uh, clubhouses and, and a you know decent team spirits. I think so. I think um, it's a nice uh, a, a nice place to be. The, the top league division one is, uh, although I wouldn't. I, I, Don't think it's formally a step seven level, but that's the level it is, and it's certainly a strong league. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's a. I don't think it's a feeder league for step seven at the moment. I may, I may be corrected, but it's basically it's it's level, it's step seven. So that's the sort of standard you're talking about.
0: Very good. Yeah, I think you're right in saying that that it doesn't quite feed into the national. Uh, league system at the moment, but uh, yeah, we've seen some teams from those divisions come across to other divisions and sort of you know start their journey and uh, be quite successful getting up uh, through the divisions. I believe uh, Newbury came from uh, from that division at some point fairly recently. Is
3: that correct? Yeah, they're exactly right. So Newbury have done that in the North parks the teams like Kintbury and Lambourn. Yeah. Um they've certainly all gone from North Barks and then then they move across into the Hellenic League for example and then you're into the system. Um, yeah. but it's a very strong league and for all intents and pers- purposes it's a it's a well-run league and it's providing, you know, a good standard of football really in in, in certainly in that area and uh yeah, um pre-season's been good. Lots of pre- unbeaten in pre-season and then come into the into the a good start for the league season. So um yeah it's, it's positive at the moment. Very
0: good. And you know you have your Fisham and Yattenden hat, but you also have a another hat that you wear. Your um you, I guess your sports designer for serious sports and uh you are the kit designer for uh uh Fish and Red Yattenden or I'm not sure about designer, actually. Kit producer, I should say. <laughs> uh, I don't know what uh, sort of input you have into the design. Uh, but we've teamed up with you
3: this season and uh, you have football. In, the Football Berkshire logo on the front of your shirts. Yep, yep. So a good partnership with you guys um, in promoting. Yeah, so in, with two hats, really. So with my... Um, so I'm I'm the account manager. So I'm the account manager for Serious Sports. So working with uh, some of the, uh, the the football clubs, and um, as you say, we've got this uh, we've got this great um, sublimation process design and sublimation team here at Serious Sport, and um, we're able to produce all these amazing looking kits. So people can come to us for design, and and we can uh, we can make the design. Um, however, people want it to be made and make a complete bespoke kit, and that's what we've done for for Frilsham. Yeah, this year and, and with you guys. So, you know, really thanks to for for you guys with the the ongoing support that you're giving, um, serious sport. And obviously, you know, we're we're picking up momentum on the back of of as my conversation before with Tom with the Ascot. You know, with their successes at the moment and uh, their progress again this year in the FA Trophy and the FA um, Cup at the moment. So um it's it's all good stuff for, for us but as as i said with the other hat on with frillsham you know if if we if you guys can cover that and and bring up you know bring some uh, <laughs> coverage to that and then we can get some promotion of your logo on the front of that shirt and obviously serious sport as well have, have supported uh, supported that that um process as well so it's um it's all good stuff and it's all i'm sure it's all helping and, and being good for local football
0: well, you've certainly painted a, a nice picture of Frilsham and Yattedham and the uh, sort of grounds you play at. So, I think maybe a football in Berkshire away day to oh, to uh, so. uh, to support the sides that with mm-hmm. our logo on the front of the shirt should be on the agenda at some point this
3: season. What do you think, Tom? Absolutely, I, I think- yeah. And away day an away day will be good. And also, our ground, as um, you know, is is literally. Um, in in the middle of the trees, and at the end of it is a deer park. So you're not going to get much better than that. And then we can um, <laughs> you know, you convince everyone to go back for a beer afterwards because that's the you know really that's uh, that's one of the things that too, makes it all worthwhile.
0: Eh? I don't think it'll take much yeah. convincing. I think it sounds pretty good. So yeah, yes. so, uh, anything to uh, add, Tom, before we uh, um, so, uh, let Damien get on his way?
2: Oh, no, just uh, just thanks to Damien for coming on. We'll be uh, we'll be bringing Damien back. Um every so often i think we also we're also looking at getting your manager on for a for a little five minute slot here and there i think the part of the deal of having our logo on was uh, was was getting you guys on our podcast just to chat through everything north parks for for a bit so uh just spot you've got a wokenham and Embrook shirt up behind you as well that wasn't there last time um the orange one yes there no is, it wasn't yeah.
3: no. i don't know i'm not sure where that's come from actually but <laughs> <laughs> are they are they missing a the shirt uh <laughs> no they've um they may have moved on. Let's put it that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's a that's an old one, I think. But um, yeah, all good. Brilliant. Well, uh, uh is that um, from is from the and... shirt you've got on? Um,
2: no, this is my all you can eat t shirt. So.
0: Oh okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah. Thanks, Rob.
0: It's yeah. Thank you very much, David. Uh, thank no you, um, Fish and Uh Very nice to speak to you, and I'm sure we'll be speaking to you again at some point in the near future. Speak you soon.
1: Thank you. Brilliant.
0: Cheers. Bye. Well, that was uh, a Damien uh, Skir from uh, Fusham and Yettington and also Serious Sport. Two hats uh, he's wearing there. So expect to hear more about the North Berkshire League this season. And yeah, sounds like a, a pretty nice place to go watch a game. So like I say, maybe a football in Berkshire trip to the, uh, to one of the games this season should be on order. Um. Okay, well, let's get back to our FA Cup preview because we've spoken about Tadley and and their um, uh, first qualifying round fixture tonight. Uh, But should they get through, Uh, the second qualifying round fixtures are taking place this weekend and uh, we're kicking off on Friday night with Ascot playing their first ever game in the second qualifying round. They're home to Lewis. Um, We'll talk about them first. Uh, I mean, You've already mentioned, uh, Bob, what a fantastic run they're on in uh, in FA Cup
1: competitions.
0: Do you see this being another one uh, tonight where they could uh, get through?
1: Well, I certainly hope so. Yeah, I mean they're at home. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know anything about Lewis, but I think Ascot do have a resilience when it comes to. FA competitions and you can bet the management will be really reminding them of how successful they have been and I <laughs> hope this isn't it. football in kids kids to death I do expect them to win this
0: Oh, I mean yeah they're they've really going well at the competition they're doing pretty well unfortunately a defeat last night Tuesday night in the league but uh, yeah. they've taken to step four uh, reasonably uh, well they haven't I mean the defeat last night was a one-nil uh, reverse against Leatherhead, who are a decent side. So you know they they haven't the league hasn't held any sort of um, you know they, they haven't been outclassed at all. You know, uh, far from it. They're doing um, uh, they've taken to the level really well. So uh, Lewis, you know, maybe a, a tough assignment, but I, I think perhaps they could uh, you know they should should be able to show their um, show their quality in that game.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I th- what, Ascot about seventh or eighth in the league? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, the, the, it's, it's a good position to be in. And last night's game, Leatherhead are top of the league. So yeah. um, I sort of expected that to be a bit, a, bit of a tight game. But uh, I think, uh, you know, I, when, when I've seen Ascot this year, I thought they defended very well. They got forward, probably could have got forward a little bit quicker, I thought, in, in, in some times. But they've got some players. I think they've got some players coming back from injury soon as well. And and I I would expect a win for them at home.
0: Very good, yeah. Um, Lewis, of course, are a step three side, so the the division above, um, uh, mid-table in the Isthmian Premier Division. So, yeah, Yeah, like you say, uh, an opportunity there for sure. And, uh, you know, yeah, uh, and Tom? We're following that up on Saturday uh, with uh, four, possibly five, depending on how Tadley get on, uh, <laughs> fixtures on uh, Saturday afternoon. Um, I'll run through them quickly and then you can choose the side that you uh you want to talk about or you think has the best opportunity, so Bracknell Town are at home to to Waterlooville Uh, Hungerford Town are away at Chippenham Town in a local derby there, Uh, Slough Town away at uh, Hayes and Yedding United, another fairly local fixture in that one, and Reading City at home to Winchester City and should Tadley come through tonight's fixture, then they will be at home to Bristol Manor Farm so uh, out of those fixtures, Tom who who do you fancy, who do you want to talk about?
2: I, can I pick two? Go on then. Um, well, i so I think uh, Bracknell Town at home to Havant and Waterlooville is um, Bracknell Town are at home, so yeah. I, I would expect um, there no 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 away form issues uh, there. Um, I would expect that one to get through that one quite comfortably. I saw Havant and Waterlooville are bottom of their division. Mm-hmm. can't quite remember which division it is. Um, step two. It, it's step, I think. Ah, step two, right. Yeah. Uh, National League South. Ah, yeah. That's where I saw them. I was scouting for them the other day. Um, yeah, so bottom of their division. Um, I would expect Bracknell to come through that. Um, Carl and Jamie have experienced beating sides in the National League South. I expect them to come through that. And I think the other one is um, Reading City, who, who are also um, historically uh, in the second qualifying round for the first time they're also in the first qualifying round for the first yes, time exactly. um they they have Reading city have made a claim that they're the first reading-based non-league club um to reach the second qualifying round i feel like that's not right but okay. i think it is because i've checked fchd all the teams called reading um <laughs> i get, it can't i just in my mind it can't be a place as big as reading it can't be but
0: well it is. they've got the the main team haven't they obviously the yes uh, professional but well side, Yes. But yeah. so that one yes. you know but, but obviously it's non-league, you know, in, yeah. in
2: terms of non league um i you know i'd have thought there would have been a historically strong reading team down the years that made i know reading town made it to the first qualifying round once um but i, I just you know the, the 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 breadth of talent um across reading you know the amount of the amount of reading based players you see playing for for some of the for some of the stronger non league sides around i'd have just thought that there would have been another another well, Reading Bay side, but I I can't uh, I, I can't find one. So I, I you know, I, and I don't mean to, to disparage what they've said. I just when I looked at it, I was like, well, that can't be right. <laughs> but I but it is it is. So there we go.
0: Yeah, just talk about uh, but What a huge boost uh, this competition will be. It could be for Reading City. I mean, they've already come through so many rounds, getting to the like we say the second qualifying round for the first time, getting to the first qualifying round for the first time. What kind of? Uh, uh, Boost is that for a club in Reading City's
1: position? It's financial, isn't it? I mean, that's the that's the that's the big uh, that's the big one. And I, I don't care what people say. Reading City's level finance is, finance is key. It gives you know once you've got that money coming in, as if it's used wisely and in, invested in the ground and the surrounds, then it makes the whole thing better for the for the people that come through the door. And I think that's I think that's a really important thing to be able to do with, with that money. But it, it gives kudos to the players as well, you know. I think um as I said earlier, the players like to take up and and I'm sure there's quite a few players have a little notebook that says I got to this round or I got to that round in, in the in the FA Cup, FA Bars or FA trophy. Mm,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Winning clubs from this stage of the competition pick up three thousand three hundred and seventy-five pounds for the competition prize fund. And well, it's still one thousand one hundred and twenty-five for for um an unsuccessful side for the losing side, yeah. so you know, big money on right. offer. I've Good just ball. worked
2: it. I've just worked it out. The minimum that they will take uh, from this FA Cup run is six thousand pounds.
1: Huge.
2: Which is a which Invaluable. is a, which is a shirt sponsor or a you know it's that's that's big yeah. money. Um, yeah. It'll be all if they win. It'll be you know we'll be looking at eight nine thousand pounds.
1: Yeah, that's a few, that's a few floodlight bulbs, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Pay for the uh, play for the floodlights to come on in this uh, uh cost of living <laughs> crisis, so yeah, can yeah. I, maybe. Can I just ask Bob a question about go on about that uh, in his role as a
2: chairman? And um, Bob, FA, FA Cup yeah. runs and runs like that where you've got money coming in like that. And um, at mm. Binfield, would you if you so if you got to if you if you had nine grand coming in, would, would that how would you split that? Because inevitably, the manager's going to go, Well, I've just earned you nine grand, I need I want my budget topping up by. By a bit, and and you're obviously going to be going. Well, actually, you know the the toilets need replacing, and the and and this and that. How do you how do you square that?
1: Well, see, Binfield are blessed by having a very good finance director. He any money that came in from the FA, he immediately ring fenced. What well, also helped a club like Binfield, and I'm, I'm sure other clubs do it now. You know, we had a three to five year business plan, so we knew what where where the major costs were and the FA revenue coming in certainly got over certain uh, things that needed to be done for ground grading, for example. Yeah. You know, ground grading, as we all know, is very unforgiving. Uh, and if you don't get it done, you know, there the are penalties which are, are quite severe. And, and the, that money really does help contribute to, uh, contribute to the outside. I mean, sure, the, any manager would want to see money coming in and expect to get a, a cut of it. And, and in some circumstances, that will be the case. But you know, I think you look at all the grounds that there's there's any ground you go to. You if you look at the ground grading rules and regulations, you can see holes, and these clubs have got to got to do it. And money isn't easy to come by. Um, so I know Binfield have, have just announced the uh, the uh, the sponsorship with Iconic. Um, I believe there's there's uh, more sponsorship coming soon, which will certainly help. Uh, the, the surround around it, but it's that that FA Cup money and or uh, like FA Trophy money is 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 really vital. It's very important.
0: Mm. Like we say, Reading, hopefully uh, being able to top up their funds as will uh, a lot of the uh, Berkshire clubs with uh, a better luck come this weekend. Good stuff uh, indeed. So um, look out for the FA Cup games as we met, we've gone through them and we've uh, mentioned. Uh, the fixtures that are coming up this weekend in that competition uh but if you're not going to the one of the fa cup games um there are still some other games on offer and uh tom why don't you pick out sort of your your highlight of this uh this weekend excluding of the fa cup games because obviously you know three of them at home uh, in in berkshire (laughs) potentially four, they might be the highlights but if you can't get to one of those where would you go
2: um, I think I would go and head to a resurgent Wokingham and Embrook at home to North Greenford United. Um looks like they've snuck Jao Jardin back in under the radar. Um so they've got a they've got a they've got a strike. I think they've got they've got two two decent strikers now. Um yeah, I, I think that's where I would be heading. Um they've they've done they've done really well. I think they had a really tough start to the season, but they've they've kind of turned that around and they're um they've they've picked up some some good results. Um so there I think that's where that's where I would be heading in terms of home games. I think Wokingham and Embrook's probably the place to be.
3: Mm,
0: absolutely an interesting game there because uh Woking and Embrook only two points off the playoffs at the moment and a win there might A uh, jump them above their opponents, North Greenford, who are two points ahead of them, and push them up towards that um perhaps uh, promotion chase so yeah very interesting indeed good pick Tom Bob have you got a game you'd like to uh, sort of highlight um... oh, that,
1: that was the, that was one I was I was second versus first I mean it's going to be you know I, I think we all would like to see uh, Wokingham and Ember just push on that little bit more and, yeah. and I think I think there's an expectation in the area as well that they want them to do better they want them but we don't want to see them failing we mm-hmm. want to see them having that continuity throughout
2: the whole season. Yeah, I was I was looking at something the other day, Bob. It was I, I was I was I've done something for the Ascot program on Friday night and it was just it feels like we've maybe never had it so good and in terms of like the spread of teams across every every step whereas mm. previously you were looking at the, the only teams at step 4 and above were were Maidenhead, Slough Town, um Windsor and Eton and Wokingham Town. Yeah. And there's there's oh. But it looks like they're getting everything right off the pitch at the moment. They're they're doing the they're doing the work off the pitch to get that ground yeah. up to scratch. And I, d- I don't know what grade it would be now. Um, were they to I you know I would imagine this season promotions probably a little bit too too soon. But but they seem and and again you know it's early it's early days. They've still played seven games. Um, they've got they've got ten points from those, but. Yeah, they, they seem to be getting everything right, and I think I think you're right. I yeah. think it's good for all of us. It's good for the entire area. If one of our one of our best supported. Uh, Is it fair to say they the, they would be the best supported Step Five side? I know Reading City would probably argue that. Um, that's probably not unfair, but like historically, Wokingham and Embrook yeah. will be one of the best supported sides, and, um, you know, they 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 should be looking to push on.
0: Yeah. Certainly had a huge crowd against Binfield in the Cup the other week. So, you know, yeah. potential, it could be there. Yeah. Very good indeed. Uh, I'll very quickly highlight the Combined Counties League Division 1, because, uh, again, we mentioned this last season, but there's another um, interesting uh, promotion race unfolding there, including that includes... Three of our clubs this year Eversley in California, uh, Barks County, and Langley. Um, Woodley might say that they've still got games in hand and uh, are still in the uh, race as well, perhaps even Yateley. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll highlight the first three because they're all in te- other, they're all facing teams who are also uh fighting for promotion. Langley are at home to Westside, uh, Eversley in Ca- California, who are currently in. Third are away at second place, Molsey and uh, Barks County, who uh, are currently in fifth, are away at fourth place, Rising Ballers, Kensington. Um, all those sides have played different numbers of games, so um, obviously, you know, that comes into effect. It's in, in the positioning, but some interesting ties there, um, for uh, the promotion shakeup in the combined counties division one. Uh, it might be slightly early to be Talking about the (laughs) promotion shakeup, but uh, still some top of the table clashes, shall we say?
1: Yeah.
0: Lots of interest there. Very good. Uh, And Tom, do you want to pick out a a women's game for this Sunday? Um, There's a a few odd offer there. Uh, Why don't you uh, pick out uh, one of the games there? Uh, Okay. Yes. Um, I, well.
2: I'm going to take the easy option out of this one because I think, but I think Reading Women v Southampton is going to be um, a very, very, very good game. I think Southampton are top of the top of the championship. I believe they certainly were the last time I checked. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, Southampton are a a strong side. They've been coming on strong for the last couple of seasons. Um, I think that's going to be a real test for Reading. That's at the Select Car Leasing Stadium. Uh, It's a 12 o'clock kickoff. Um, so plenty of time to get there and then perhaps get to another one afterwards but yeah, I think that, that that's the one for me
0: Very good indeed and I'm going to put you on the spot as well Bob have you got a, a game for the Sunday that you'd like to uh, get down to uh, in, in any of the uh, women's foot, uh, fixtures?
1: No, not this week <laughs>
0: Not this week, okay yeah, well,
1: this
0: week. We're going hi- to have a Sunday off Sunday off for you very nice. Well, I'm going to there's plenty out there, but I'm going to actually highlight one that's sort of um, away from home for us. There's plenty of home games. So, you know, you can always find something around this area. But uh, as Tom's picked a Berkshire side against a Hampshire South Coast side, I'm going to pick Maidenhead United at AFC Bournemouth, who are top of the division in uh, the FA Women's National League Division One Southwest. Um Tough assignment, probably Ned's toughest uh, game of the season, mm. perhaps, uh, in the league. Bournemouth are, are expected to be right up there come the end of the season. And um, so, yeah, tough uh, one for them. But Ned have started well and are scoring lots of goals, as we mentioned last week. So, you know, you've always got a puncher's chance when you're scoring lots of goals. So yeah. uh, that's a, uh, a one to look out for for me.
2: It does occur to me that I wonder if um, Maidenhead and Woodley have decided, have thought about sharing a coach down there. Um, yes, because we Woodley United <laughs> have got Bournemouth Sports. Um, I'm not sure where Bournemouth Sports is in relation to AFC Bournemouth, but uh, yeah, um, <laughs> a shared coach down would be a would not be a
0: would not be unreasonable. I, I yeah, would. absolutely, very. Uh... Very sort of Berkshire against the um, yes. Hampshire South Coast God yes. of weekend, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, would, 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 am I right in thinking there's there's four? You've got Reading, Southampton, AFC Bournemouth, Maidenhead, Bournemouth, Sports, Woodley. And then uh, on the other, on the Saturday in the FA Cup, you've got Bracknell, Haven't? Uh, oh, yes. And you've got, is that it? That's it, I think.
0: Reading. Winchester, um, which is not quite the coast, oh, but it's yeah, the- <laughs> five,
2: yeah. So there's, so there's five. So let, let's keep an eye on those five for next week and see how we do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Berkshire versus Hampshire. We'll see yes. how, who comes out on top.
2: Lewis, <laughs> but, Lewis. Ascot, Lewis. Lewis is definitely south coast. There
0: you go. There you six. go. i do not sure. Yeah, on those six. six. Yeah, I think it might be Sussex, but yeah, we will. Uh, <laughs> we will uh, keep an eye on that. Right, Tom, uh, before we go, I believe you have a bit of any other business uh, you want to discuss. Uh,
2: Yes. Why did I come up with this? Uh, I've got a loose idea. I've got one of those silly ideas going (laughs) on in my head. Um, uh, If football in Berkshire had a beer, what would it be called? Uh, I always go for years when I think about these things. So FIB came into existence in... 2016 I had to think about that for a second but you could also have the duds beer or the dud beer that would make get people wondering if it was a
0: dud suds or something like that oh
2: dud studs i like it you had one didn't you rob
0: uh yeah i'm not sure what i want to uh say out loud if uh yeah if abby's listening (laughs) (laughs) for the uh for the for the twitter group uh yeah just uh I don't want to uh, wind Abby up too much without her being here to defend herself.
1: It's a shame shame the name Broken Dreams is is already taken, isn't it?
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes, an equally shattered dream. Um, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. How about Duds
2: Hop? oh yeah. okay okay um there, there is an outside chance that, that this might come into being so um if i can plug the podcast email address podcast at football dot any suggestions for that welcome
0: very good indeed okay uh yeah get in contact with us through that of course uh, is there any other business we need to discuss before we uh, sign off for the episode
2: i think only goal of the month voting is open until sunday that is on the website you can see it in the green bar at the top just click that there are only three goals um so it's easy mm-hmm. easy choice um but yes uh, go go and go and vote vote now vote
0: often good and get your goals in for uh this month's goal of the month competition as well yes
2: you can do that in the same place if you click goal of the month voting at the top of the website you can vote
0: and you can post your goals as well very good indeed anything you want to uh mention before we side off bob
1: uh, same as i did last week really rob it's, it's you know if you're at a loose end um anytime you know games are kicking off at 12 o'clock three o'clock whatever get along and support that local club you know uh, friday night i hope that there's a a cracking crowd at Ascot, you know. Um, yes. Um. You know that I really do hope that draws a draws a crowd, and the more pe- the more people that are going to those games, the more people are talking about the games, and the more people are talking about the games, the greater interest it raises. So, if you're watching this, you're not planning on going to a game, go to one.
0: Absolutely. Well said there, Bob. And you can see all the games that are on across the weekend on our website, www.footballinmarkshire.co.uk. The fixtures and results section will give you a good idea of every game that's on across... any day that you fancy getting out and going to see a game. Uh, as Bob mentioned, there's games on Friday, Saturday and Sunday this weekend. So plenty to keep you entertained and uh, plenty more in the uh, midweek coming up and beyond. So yeah, get on, uh, get along to our website and check out the uh, fixtures there. Uh, and you can also get in contact with us uh, uh, or Find all of our content across all of our platforms, all the social media platforms, Facebook, uh, um, Twitter, or X as it's called now, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, and pretty much anywhere else you uh, find social media content, we will be there. Just search Football in Berkshire and dig out uh, what we are putting out. Um, Great. That's about it from us this week. Uh, So, Tom, why don't you say goodbye to everyone? Bye, everybody. Uh, Bob, why don't you say goodbye to everyone?
1: Goodbye, everybody.
0: And it's goodbye from me. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.
2: This episode of Berkshire Football Stories was hosted by Rob Davies and featured guests Tom Canning and Bob Bacon. The podcast is produced by Tom Canning and the theme music is called Space Camp by Reading-based ukulele band Rocket Kings from the album Everyday Adventures. It is available on Spotify. Find Football in Berkshire on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, threads and of course footballinberkshire.co.uk.